0: Go to Shopify.com slash Audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Audioboom.
1: Hey there, crimeholics. Welcome back. It is your host, Kinsey. I'm here with another Friday episode. I hope y'all had an amazing week and y'all are gearing up to enjoy the holidays with your families. As I have mentioned before, just be sure as you go through the next few weeks of these holidays that you keep all of the families that we have worked with here on Crimeaholics and your thoughts and prayers as they navigate these holidays without their loved ones. These times of the years tend to be some of the hardest on them. So as you go throughout your day with your family, just be sure to take a second and just think about all of these families and the hard times that they're facing this time of the year. On this Friday episode of Crimeholics, I will be bringing you the unsolved murder of Dawn Shannon Hercut. She was a very beautiful 40-year-old woman whose black Cadillac Escalade was found crashed over a mountain in Sevierville, Tennessee. Dawn Shannon Hercutt was born and raised in Sevierville, Tennessee. Some of you who are listening might be familiar with the name of Sevierville, but those of you who are not might better know the area because of Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is a town that I covered just a few episodes ago, which is also my hometown. Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, and Gatlinburg are well-known tourist towns. There is currently about 15 million people who come and visit the towns every single year, but as far as the local community, it is very small and everybody knows everyone. From the outside looking in, a lot of people assume that Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, and Gatlinburg are all big areas, but they're just not. Shannon was described as a dedicated entrepreneur who had an intelligent mind when it came to business. In Sevier County, which is made up of Sevierville, Pigeon Forge, and Gatlinburg, Shannon was very well known for being heavily involved with several business startups and other projects throughout the entire county. In the city of Sevierville, there is a playground at the Sevierville City Park that Shannon had taken part in and having built for the kids in the local area. As more tourists came to the area, Shannon started to notice that there was a major need for overnight rentals. Sometime around the 1990s is when things really started to boom. Shannon took advantage of her intelligence when it came to business and started up an overnight rental company called Antebellums. Everyone who had worked for Shannon described her as a strong-willed, hard-working businesswoman who dedicated herself to making her overnight business into an empire. Shannon was so determined to build a life of success with her businesses that she put marriage and children on hold. If you know anything about the Sevier County area, then you know just how lucrative the overnight rental business companies are there. Shannon really did build herself an entire empire based around antebellums. Every single place you look in Sevier County, there is an overnight rental. Shannon's overnight rental company was worth millions of dollars, but as her business grew and it started to boom, it did not come without repercussion. It was also said by shannon's sister penny as her businesses grew and she was making more money she started to gain a lot of enemies within the severe county area again if you know anything about the severe county area like i do knowing that shannon grew enemies as her businesses grew and she made more money this is not something that surprises me from the outside looking in gatlinburg looks like a very quiet quaint little town but on the inside there's a lot of corruption and shady deals happening However, Shannon did not let any of the negativity stand in her way of becoming a successful businesswoman with these overnight rentals. Shannon and her sister, Penny, were raised by their father, Ted. Those who knew Ted said that he was a very strong-willed businessman, just like his daughter. Him and Shannon supposedly had a very turbulent relationship. It was often filled with arguments that would get very heated, but then later on, the two of them would always reconcile their differences. But it seemed to be just their cycle. Although Shannon and Ted's relationship was not a good one, Shannon and her sister, Penny, were very close and got along very well. On August 3, 2009, Shannon was near her rental properties off of Walker Trail in Sevierville. It was late into the night when the Sevierville Police Department had received a call from AAA that AAA had gotten an alert about a car crash. After AAA sends a location to the police and they arrive over to the Walker Trail area, they find a black Cadillac Escalade wrecked over the mountain. As they approach the car, they notice a woman in the car that they assume has died on impact from the car accident. One of the very first things that they noticed about the woman inside the vehicle is that she did not have on her seatbelt. When the police run the plates on the Cadillac Escalade, it comes back that the owner of the vehicle is Dawn Shannon Hercutt. The Sevierville police quickly notify her sister Penny of the car accident, and at the time, Penny was almost 400 miles away vacationing in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina with their stepmother. Penny, of course, was in absolute shock to hear that her sister had gotten into a car accident and was no longer alive. As Penny took the six-hour drive back from Myrtle Beach to the Sevier County area, she had a gut feeling that something about this car accident was not right. But Penny was not the only one who had this feeling supposedly their father ted had the exact same feeling that something was off because of Sevier county being such a small area and everybody knowing everyone ted was able to make a few phone calls around town to try and find out more information about the car accident and some of the information that ted gets is that they do not believe that shannon had died from the car accident (laughs) With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your front doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It is currently the most festive time of the year and HelloFresh is here to help make the most of every moment from holiday hosting to dinners during busy weeknights. You can count on HelloFresh to deliver fresh ingredients and seasonal recipes. HelloFresh can help you eat better amid all of the holiday temptations. Their meals have 20% fewer calories than takeout. So you can still have full flavor with just out any guilt. As a working full-time mom, HelloFresh has saved my butt multiple times. There are so many days when I come home from work where I really just do not want to go to the grocery store. So when I get home on Wednesdays and I see that my HelloFresh box is waiting on my front doorstep, it takes off so much stress and pressure. Not to mention, I have an 8-year-old daughter who happens to be a very picky eater, so sometimes it's really hard for me to be able to plan out meals and pick all the things that I know she's going to eat. But ever since we started HelloFresh, this has changed. She gets so excited on Wednesdays when she sees our box sitting on our front porch. She picks it up, runs inside, opens it, and looks through all of the ingredients and is so excited to be able to cook all of the meals together. Our favorite HelloFresh meal to cook together is their meatloaf recipe. Before, my daughter wouldn't even think about touching meatloaf, but ever since we switched, it's one of her favorite meals to eat. Right now, you can go to hellofresh.com slash 18 and use our code crimeaholics18 for 18 free meals plus free shipping. It doesn't get any better than that. Be sure to go to HelloFresh.com slash 18 and use the code Crimeaholics18 today and get America's number one meal kit. Some of the information that was relayed to Ted was that when the police had arrived to the scene of the car accident, one thing they noticed right away was that the airbags had never deployed from her Cadillac Escalade and that the damage that was done to her car was just not consistent with the amount of damage that should have happened for a vehicle that had driven off the side of a cliff and wrecked over a mountain. Not only did the airbags never deploy in her car, but the windshield on her car had also been completely untouched. They also go on to further tell Ted that there was not even a single skid mark from her tires anywhere near the crash site. They had believed that if Shannon did in fact wreck over the mountain, that she would have at least tried to stop her car from going over the mountain. An expert who looked over Shannon's car had said that based on the damage to her Cadillac Escalade, her car could have only been going over that mountain at 7 miles per hour, which just did not add up with the theory that this was a car accident. Two things that had always stuck out to her sister Penny was one that Shannon was not wearing her seatbelt which is highly unlikely of her. Penny said Shannon would not even pull out of the driveway without her seatbelt fastened and also to make sure that everybody else in her car had their seatbelts fastened. The second thing that stuck out to her was that the window on the driver's side of her Cadillac Escalade was rolled down. Shannon was very big about her hair and makeup always looking perfect and that there was just no way that Shannon was driving in her car during the summertime with the windows down. With Shannon's family having this unsettling feeling that something about this car accident is just not right, they head over to Shannon's home to take a look around. When they arrive at her home, they notice several broken liquor bottles on the garage floor. There was a baseball bat that they had never seen before in the bed of her pickup truck in the garage, and there had been blood on the handle of the fridge that Shannon kept inside the garage as well. Shannon was not one to keep an unkept home, and almost as a Perfectionist, it was very highly unlikely for Shannon to leave any sort of mess lying around. After looking at her home and finding the broken liquor bottles, the baseball bat, and the blood on the fridge, her family begins to beg the Sevierville Police Department to investigate this as a homicide and not just a fatal car accident. Something that Shannon shared with her family often that she never kept quiet about was that she was having many issues with several people within the Sevier County area over her businesses. So now that her family knows that and they've gotten this information that it is very likely that this car accident was staged and they find the blood in Shannon's garage, they ask the medical examiner to complete an autopsy and they make the right call. Once the autopsy was completed, it showed that Shannon had died from blunt force trauma to the back of her head. According to the medical examiner who did the autopsy for Shannon, he states that it was impossible for her to have sustained the injury to the back of her head that killed her during the car wreck. After the autopsy was completed, the Sevier County Police Department had officially turned this into a homicide investigation, and they were asking anybody in the town with information to step forward. While the police were assuming that whoever did this to Shannon was somebody outside of the family, her sister Penny was just not so convinced. I want to talk a little more about the toxic relationship that Shannon had with her father Ted. According to her sister Penny, at the time of Shannon's death, Shannon and her father Ted had been in a major dispute over certain rental property. The argument had gotten so major over this property that Shannon had threatened to remove her father out of her will. Because of who Ted was, Penny said that this had set him off. Ted has been questioned multiple times by police, and the police have never really said whether or not they believe that Ted is involved with Shannon's murder, but Penny is just convinced that her dad is, in fact, the one responsible. Since Shannon's death, her sister Penny has appeared on the Dr. Phil show with her father Ted. While Dr. Phil is talking to her sister Penny about who could be responsible for her sister's death, Penny shocks the entire crowd as she turns to her father Ted and screamed at him and blames him for Shannon's murder. She says right on stage to national television. I know you hired someone to kill Shannon. Of course, her father Ted gets super defensive as he's being accused of killing his own child. Even Dr. Phil was not very convinced that Ted killed his own daughter. But while on stage of the Dr. Phil show, Ted started saying all kinds of crazy and psychotic outlandish things to Penny. He started saying things like, if you were my woman at home, I would beat your ass for talking to me like this. After his blow up on Penny on the Dr. Phil show, it doesn't seem too far off that Ted may have it in him to actually be the one responsible for his own daughter's death. Penny is so convinced that Ted had hired somebody to kill Shannon because he had no idea that Shannon had actually already taken him out of her will. She believes that Ted went ahead with killing Shannon so that way he could take ownership of the property that they had been fighting over, but little did he know he was already taken out of that will. The Sevierville Police Department has been pretty quiet about who they believe is responsible for Shannon's death, but they have also come out very publicly and been open about the fact that they have a suspect, but it's a matter of trying to collect enough evidence to be able to make an arrest. Shannon's death has been one of those that has been swept under the rug for many years due to the lack of evidence and proof. However, the Sevierville Police Department says that Shannon's case is still very much open and they still plan on eventually one day making an arrest. But it's going to take the right person to step forward with the information that they need. Since Shannon's death, her father has passed away in 2017 and her sister Penny still heavily believes to this day that their father Ted is the one who is responsible and now her sister will never get the proper justice. Shannon Hercut's case is one of many cases that we have covered here in Crimeaholics that is lesser known and that tends to get swept under the rug and goes forgotten as time goes on because there's just not a whole lot of information to provide about Shannon's investigation. But that is what makes her case so important to us. Someone out there knows something. Someone out there knows the exact information that the police need in order to be able to give Shannon and her family the proper justice that they deserve. All the information that I have shared in this episode is all of the information that I was able to gather. I did try to reach out to Shannon's sister Penny on social media in hopes to be able to gather a little bit more information so that way you guys can hear this and hopefully it comes across the right ears. But unfortunately, I never did hear back from Penny. But that does not make this any less important because like I've said multiple times, Sevier County is a very small area. Everyone knows everybody. Everyone knows everybody's business and someone out there in Sevier County holds the information that could bring this case to a close. If you or someone you know has any information regarding the murder of Dawn Shannon Hercutt, you are highly encouraged to call the Sevierville Police Department at 865-453-5506 crimeholics if you haven't already, I highly encourage you to join a Crimeholics podcast discussion group on Facebook, or you can follow us on Instagram at crimeholics.podcast, or you are more than welcome to follow me personally on Instagram at this is Kenzie K-E-N-Z-I underscore. Crimaholics, as always, be aware and take care.
0: Go to Shopify.com slash Audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Audioboom. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the fillet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba 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 Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
0: Oh 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Consumer Cellular. When Freedom Calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5GB data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk
0: text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023.